Good morning, good morning. I said to myself, nobody better not be up this early. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, there's somebody always up at all times. <laughs> and God drew me here because he's moving so much. He's speaking to our spirit so much and in so many ways. Just looking around my bedroom alone, seeing all the eyes that are upon me. All the eyes that are upon me spiritually, knowing what's taking place. Even things and areas that I'm not even aware of. The level of the capacity of glory. My God. (laughs) Of the change that's in the atmosphere. Quick testimony, I had a dream. And I'm seeing people, they don't work for me, but they are for me. They sit for me. And there's a group of people, new, they're new, maybe like four or five guys. But they wasn't regular guys. One of them was had the face of a man, body shape of a man, but the head shaped as shaped as an eagle and it blew my mind a dream and I was like he got he, his head is huge and it's not the thing is it wasn't a natural encounter it was a supernatural encounter and he was so excited to be a part of my team he got out his brand new car had a nice um athletic gear on let me know that he's very energetic and very ready to do whatever so ready to do whatever and when I got up I was like I just couldn't get over the size of his head the shape of an eagle like that but he had a beautiful man looking face and the shape of a man and I was like God what is that about the rest of them looked normal but like normal men but this one did not And God say, he is a new dispatch angel in your life for the season that you are in. He's very excited about what he's coming to do and release in your life. So you're going to be open. And when you're open, you're going to receive a lot of what heaven is downloading into you, depositing into you. Because there are some transactions that are about to be made. There are some deposits that are about to be made on your account from your heavenly treasure. Because you are sowing so much. Now your reaping is about to overtake your sowing. And I want to quickly share that with you because I cannot see and I don't want to get this angel off my mind. See, in the natural, you don't hear nothing but whatever's in your atmosphere naturally. You may hear your TV, you may hear your radio, your body movements, everything like that around you. But in the spiritual realm, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you encountering? Because there's so much happening. So much happening in the atmosphere. So much And that angel was so excited to be on my team. He don't, the presence I got from him, 
I don't work for you because he works for God, obviously. But I'm sitting here to be on your team for you. Jesus. And he was so excited. And you could tell he was new because what happened, it appeared to be we were in a grocery store. We was at Giant. And it was during Christmas time. And they had a lot of seasonal sales going on that never took place before. And he happened to be a part of the team there. I don't know what's the connection with Giant. I don't know. God, I don't like to eat. I don't, I don't even know what that's about. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> but the thing about it is, he was, he was a new employee. Meaning a new angel dispatched to me. New in my life. But always been. But just new to my life for this assignment. I don't know how long he's going to be here. But what I do know, I'm glad that he is here. Because he's here to release. And I want to say thank you so much for being a part of my life. I thank God for your energy. I love the energy you have. You're so excited. You're so energetic. You're so, your posture, you're so bubbly. I love that spirit you have. It keeps me up and bubbly. It keeps me excited. It keeps me, and I thank you so much for that. But I want to tell you this morning. Disconnect from anything that's trying to connect that's out of the will of God. Hallelujah. And I want you to do that right now. It's so important because that disconnection can rob you from the connection of you receiving what God is releasing into your life. It has to be open. You have to be open for the release. For the download. For the deposit. Hallelujah. And something as simple and small as that can cause you to miss that blessing. And it may seem like it's simple and small, but it actually is not. Hallelujah, because it's a blockage. And you don't want nothing to block or hinder or cause you to stumble in the area where you should be standing firm. Hallelujah. Don't entertain no negative thoughts. Don't even put the matters in your own hands. So much is happening on my end while I'm talking. I'm talking and seeing at the same time. I thank God for what he's doing in your life. I'm so happy for you. God is protecting us. He's going to tell you what to do, what not to do. You don't have to do no explaining. Allow Holy Spirit do the talking through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God has put in my heart to say, disconnect yourself from any connections that shouldn't be connected to you and whatever matter they're connected to you. I had seen people that was trying to connect themselves to me in ways they shouldn't have been connected. And I went to God about it yesterday. I have been invited to many places to pray. And God said, don't even focus on the motive. Just be the vessel. I would tell you to go or I would tell you not to go. If I put in your heart to go, just focus on being used. The purpose. Think about the people. Don't let one person's lack of knowledge cause these people who are hungry to not be fed. Hallelujah. Because the thing about it is, a lot of us tend to be intimidated by each other's success. When it's not us who do anything. 
We're not even aware that you're envying and jealous over the man you serve because he's the one who's doing the work. That sounds like Satan to me. Hallelujah. I had a conversation with Satan yesterday because I just couldn't take what I was just seeing anymore. I just I had to say something to say. I was like, you know what? Come here, Satan, for real. Seriously. He knew what I was going to say. He had his hands over his ears because he knew he couldn't take what I was about to say. And all I was saying was, what was you thinking? How can you? How dare you to even think you could be a God? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. As you meditate on the gospel, the purpose of Christ even being here in the earth, because he already is, but he had to come in the earth to be everything that he is not for us to be connected back to God, all because of Satan. How can you be created to be a worship leader and think the thoughts that came across your mind in the kingdom of heaven? You got kicked out? How dare you? And then on top of that, you get mad that you cannot go back. So you try to cause us to stay away from God? You're responsible for every trial and tribulation? You're responsible for every stronghold my neighbors are going through? evil are you? I never knew such exists. And I said, how do you feel about it? You went from Lucifer to Satan. How do you feel about that? That there's nothing you can do. It's already been done. How do you feel about it? I wanted his response. And you know what he said? With a loud cry? I feel ashamed. But because of what I already done, it can never be unchanged. So I might as well continue to do what I'm doing. How evil is that? How evil is that? And I begin to go to God and I begin to cry to God and I say, God, you created all of this. Please forgive us for you even having to be witness of evil being present around you. And God looks at me and says, I understand your heart. But remember, your father is now satisfied. Because I had a plan. Because of one man, many of us was made sinners. And because of one man, many of us were made righteous. Now you take that knowledge that you have and you go get my children and bring them back to me. Yesterday was a very powerful day with me and God. 
Because he was touching me like never before. You know when you're worshiping and praising God and giving thanks. And you know it's throughout the day because you're doing other things in between the time. There was no in between the time yesterday. I think this was actually the first day this has ever happened. I mean minute by minute, second by second. Straight worship, praise, thanks in the presence of God. I wasn't even able to do anything. Even when I make my meals, when I bite into my food, I have to push it away. Because my stomach was being touched with the hand of God. All it wanted, all my spirit wanted was to stay right there. God was touching me so much. And all I could do was cry yesterday. Cry and pray and take deep breaths in between. (laughs) Oh, God. God, Jesus. My God. You know when you hear about other people's encounters, blessings, financially, doors being open, promotions, naturally embracing all the blessings in their life. And you look at people like, like, wow, God is blessing you. I'm so happy for you. I'm that person. I'm so happy to see God moving your life. Look how God is moving in your life and the areas of your life. I'm so happy for you. Knowing that I too have a day. And God came to me yesterday saying, your day is now. Your time is now. See it now. And I begin to get overwhelmed a little bit. Because God was saying, we have some work to do. Out here in the earth. And I got overwhelmed a little bit because I was like, so many things came to my mind and so many ways to do it. And God said, I'm going to allow Holy Spirit to minister that through you how to do it and when to do it. So don't worry about all these things being done at this time, this being met. No, because you're going to because you're gonna begin to get frustrated. A lot of us get frustrated because we're trying to do too many projects that go unfinished. God said it's going to run so smooth. It's going to come so quick. And it's going to be so effective in your life. I'm just still stuck on that angel in the size of his head. I'm trying to tell you. I was like, wow. And it's shaped like an eagle. An eagle's head. But a man's face and body. And he had on, a, what, white gym shorts and like a t-shirt. You know, ankle socks and, you know, tennis shoes. And he was just so energetic, just getting in the car, getting out his car. Everything was brand new to him. The new clothes, the new job, the new car. He was so excited to be a part of the team. My God. Jesus. Oh, God. I'm starting to see heaven like never before. I don't try. I'm, I'm not. I'm being mindful how I mention and what I mention in the atmosphere. Because some people... I don't know. I don't know how you're going to receive it. But sometimes you got to go to place. You don't even matter. Just for, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. That's the problem. We can't, we got to stop trying to uphold. Uh, how could I say it, Father? Help me, Lord. <laughs> Try to hide or withhold information. Supernatural encounters and information because we don't want to be considered a strange or when behind somebody gonna receive something. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. 
because it is what it is. <laughs> How can people ever express an encounter if they don't hear about him? How can they ever invite him in if they don't hear about him? I woke up this morning, I seen all eyes on me in my room spiritually. <laughs> all the heaven's attention is just like, bam, right in Quinesha's face. <laughs> Looking at Quinesha's life. God, blowing Quinesha away. I've been doing a lot of reading about Paul. Reading a lot about Peter. And their testimony. It amazes me all the time what I hear. Jesus. How the angel came and broke Peter out of prison, loosed the chains, opened the gates. The gates were opening before they even, they only had to touch the, the doors. They were just opening as they were approaching. And Peter thought there was a vision, <laughs> couldn't believe his eyes. <laughs> He thought that was probably it for him. And to see the angel present like that. To escape you out of the hands of your enemy. He began to knock on the family's door. They couldn't believe it. His hands fanning him like, shh, don't be so loud about it. Let's take it inside. He began to testify what happened. He said, he said this. I really believe. I know if I didn't believe then, I really believe now that God had us on my life. <laughs> that God, you are who you say you are. Because he was a witness. <laughs> Here I am, jailed, chained, guarded, with guards of guards. To make sure I don't get away. And here's the angel freeing me from this. And the guards were asleep. Deep sleep that they didn't even get up to even hear anything. And when they woke up and saw he was gone. My God. They were so angry they had all the guards killed. And you think God can't freeze you out of something? You think God can't protect you from something? And you're out here ministering for him? And some of us scared to go to places God tell us to go and say what God asks us to say because we're afraid of what people are going to say? Let me give you a quick testimony. I was on a train ministering one day. And they had some officers, metro officers, came on the train and they escorted me off. And they said to me, you can't do this anymore. And I say, I don't see why not. They say, because you are in a, you're in a private public place where other people and everyone don't believe in what you believe. You have to respect other people's religion. And I'll, I don't remember what I said per se, but I know I was not agreeing. 
He said, we would hate to have to lock you up for something like this. And I said to them, well, if that's what it take, if that's how God wants to move, it could be someone there in the cell that he wants me to reach. And the man said, it could be on, it's only going to be what, one or two people. I said, that's all it takes. And that's all I need is a person. And he looked like, what? You willing to go, go to jail to help one or two people out that we can't, we don't even care about? We can care less for? And you seem to care all about? He said, you can preach outside all you want, but when it comes to a public closed in space, you cannot. My heart was very heavy because I was being laughed at. They, they called other backup and they was like, oh, what seems to be the problem? Like, it's so such a serious situation. And they said, what's going on? What is, I just see one woman. What's the problem? What, I mean, what's going on? Y'all made it seem like it's going to be a, like a, a shoot off or something. It's just a woman standing here. What'd she do? On the train preaching. And they laughed. My heart, I'm telling you, my feelings were so hurt. My feelings were so hurt because I saw it as here I am being used by God to help encourage, inspire, and motivate. And you think that's funny? Do you have any idea? Even yourself are going through and you laugh. You laugh. My heart was heavy for a couple of days. But to make a long story short, I got back on that train. And I continued what God asked me to do. And when I got to LaFont Plaza Station, I see that same officer again. And I was like, man, I said to myself, leave me alone. What? But I didn't say that. I just kept giving the word. I just turned and looked at him and said, yes. I just want you to know. Do you need my help this morning? You need my protection? I said, no, I'm fine. Are you sure? I can protect you. I said, I'm fine. Thank you. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing that day. I was so excited. I was so everything good. I was like, that's what I'm talking about, God. You are faithful at what you do. Imagine if I stop praising and I stop ministering, I stop being inspiring and stop motivating people on them trains, which God called me to do because they told me not to. He saw something, something important that she is doing because she risked her life for it. She risked her freedom for it. We told her to stop and we told her what would happen if she stopped and we see her still doing it. So this got to be important to her. Jesus. Jesus. I read that James got knifed down by the sword. Jesus. Thinking about the brutal punishments they went through back in the biblical days by being persecuted for Christ's namesake. And I was like, God. God, they got departed so brutally. Jesus. And God said, don't focus so much on the 
the persecution and the punishments because out of their out of their bodies they right in my presence they didn't feel a thing trust me they didn't feel a thing I was like wow and I begin to think about all kinds of things people that depart their body prematurely due to a sudden tragedy of making a bad decision and I said God how some of them depart their bodies been all these years in the earth and and that one moment of you depart your body getting shot or getting stabbed or being this or anything happening to you like that in a car accident. And you didn't even see it coming. I said, God, that's what gets me. They don't know it's coming. They spend their whole day not even knowing what's coming. And God said, if I give them the insight of what's to happen, do you think they're able to handle that level of information? That's the kind of conversations we was having yesterday. I've been getting a crowd for everybody. Every situation, lifting up everything to God. You got to lift up everything to God. Some of us just praying for a new home. Praying for a spouse. Praying for children. Oh, you got to take your prayer life higher than that, baby. Because there's more out here. You think God not going to make sure you have what you... Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. You're not here for you. Your praise is not based upon your life and your circumstance. It's to set somebody else free. It's to be a blessing in somebody else's life. And God said to me yesterday, with beautiful tears in his eyes looking like crystals, do you know what you are doing here? Do you know, Quenisha, what you are doing here? Do you know how you are impacting the people's lives in this earth, Quenisha? Do you know how many people come to me because of your level of obedience? Because of your heart and your hunger for me? Thank you. For God to say thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. So today I just want you to spend time with God. If there's anything in your life or anyone in your life that seems to be robbing you from what God is trying to bring into your life, I want you to disconnect that out of your life today. And how can you disconnect it? By asking God to forgive you for it. Forgive and release that connection. And if you don't even know that you have any connection, say, God, if there's any connection, any person or anything in my life that's connected and attaching itself to me that shouldn't be attached to me, remove it. Because it may be a person in your life wanting to be your spouse, but all but are only called to be your friend. Called to work together, but they want to have merge, marital ministry with you. They might want to be your business partner, and God just may want you to pray for them. 
They want to attach themselves to your life. And it's not supposed to be attached in that way. So we're going to disconnect those things. Hallelujah. I love you so much. And I want you guys to really meditate on soul times. Because it's not what you think it is. <laughs> it's really not. You give too much power to something that doesn't have no power at all. You're giving too much power to something that doesn't have power over you at all. Can't nothing come into your life that you don't invite. And whatever you cast down that's in your life, it is cast down. You cannot cast down a soul tie and disconnect the soul tie and it still remain attached. That's not possible. It has to detach because you commanded it to. You have the power and not the tie. You understand? You're only going to have what you say. If you're going to give power over to that, then you're releasing the power that you have into that thing that doesn't even have power at all. Hallelujah. Same goes for fear. Same goes for guilt. Same goes for condemnation. You're giving it too much power that doesn't even have no power. So your power is just being useless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's just like going to a gas station trying to pump gas when your tank is full. Hallelujah. Stop giving things too much power that has no power. Stop giving it Satan credit for things he's not even doing, you're doing. Hallelujah. God, I'm speaking a lot on soul ties because the thing is, a lot of us thinking if you receive something from someone or do something or say something, it's going to be a soul tie. You can't tie yourself to nothing you don't want to be tied to, sweetheart. Hallelujah. Now, there are some people that wants to feed off the God in you. Holy Spirit going to allow you when to embrace, how to embrace those who need the God in you. Because some people are so hungry for the God in you that they begin to prune you. And trust me, you don't stay pruned. You are overflowing. You're feeding and you're also eating as you feed. So don't ever think that someone's going to take all you got. Some people, some people have attached to me so much. They proved me where I had to like kind of push them slowly away. And let them branch out on their own on what they have gained. Just like a mother weaning her child off. You have to wean people off sometimes. Or they're going to stay there. Like you ever notice somebody give you a hug and they hug you for minutes and you're like, okay. You're just standing there. You're trying to loosen your arm up to give them a sign that, you know, the hug is over. But they're still hugging you. Hallelujah. I pray that you receive these words well today. I just thank God for what he's doing in our lives. But today I do want you, it's very important that you allow Holy Spirit to minister to you. Who's supposed to be what in your life? 
or who not supposed to be nothing in this season you're in, in your life. And allow Holy Spirit to do the work. Hallelujah. You stay out of the way. We try to connect the people that God don't want us to connect to for that time. And that don't mean forever. It's just for that time. God may take people out of your life just for that time. It may be eternally, but it doesn't mean that you cannot love them from a distance. He's not going to just cut nobody off and then say, hate them. Don't call them. Don't care about them. No, that's not the case. Hallelujah. God got me up so early this morning. Oh my God. And I'm enjoying every moment of it. My God. Satan is such a liar. He has lied to you a lot. Lied about you a lot. And lied on you a lot. But God's truth is being exposed in your life right now. I don't know about you. I've been lied on a lot. <laughs> I've been lied on a lot. <laughs> I've been disregarded a lot. I've been belittled a lot. I've been criticized a lot. But through it all, I still know who I am. Jesus. I don't, ang I don't have anger towards anyone. I don't have anything. No, nothing. I love you. I can see what some people are doing, but I still love you. Nothing you can ever do to cause me not to love you. But we must want what God wants. I tried to release love back to God yesterday just to see what happens because Sometimes we feel ways that we shouldn't feel or it's not even God. But I know it is God. First of all, because he came to me. <laughs> but the thing is, I said, okay, God, I'm going to give you this love back that you put on the inside of me. Regarding people, regarding this person, whatever. I'm going to give it back to you. And God said, no, I'm sending it back to you. <laughs> he gave it back to me. No. And God said to me, stop pretending. You know you want it. So why are you pretending you don't? Because you don't want no one to see how you feel right now. I put that in your heart to feel that way. I didn't say you have to say anything about it. But enjoy what I'm showing you. Expressing to you, express it back to me. And God said, Repeat after me. I said, Yes. Say I'm in love. I said, I'm in love. Say I'm in love. He just kept coaching me. Say I'm in love. Say I'm in love. Like he got loud. Say I'm in love. I'm like, Stop in love. I got I, to the football, right off the house. I'm in love, the world. I'm in love, y'all. <laughs> Hallelujah. God said, don't deny it. It's one thing to operate in lust and want things. But when you allow God to put things there, my God, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. 
And I was afraid. I was so afraid. And I didn't know I was afraid. God said, don't be afraid of the love I'm putting in your heart. I never felt this before. I've never been in love before. I never really expressed my feelings before. It's all new to me. And Satan kept trying to take that from me. What God given me. And what hurt my heart is. To have sisters and brothers like you in Christ. Who walk with God. But don't share the same happiness. That you have. For what God is doing in your life. How can we ever be like that? And say we love God. How can you be mad that you don't get what you think you want for your life when it's not even the will of God for your life? And that goes for all of us. I begin to cry to God. I say, God, some people want what I have. But I care about how they feel. I care about it. I care. I can't lie and say I don't care how they feel. I care. I care that they're angry. I care that they're jealous. I care that they hate the idea that it's not them and it's me. I care. And God said, I know you do. You're supposed to care, but don't be moved. Because I care so much on how they felt. Because I love you so much. And I don't want to see your heart trouble. But I will not give up my blessing. Because you're not receiving what God is saying to you. So I pray that you open up unto God. For him to speak to you. Don't think that you're better. Don't think that you're wiser. Don't think that you're smarter. Because no one can outsmart God. And he is on the inside of me. And God sees everything that's being done to me. I didn't come back into the body of Christ... To stir up or even be a part of chaos. And I said, God, I don't like this at all. I was like, what did I just walked into? It's like coming home from work and your house is totally wrecked. But it was clean when you left. I'm like, what happened? What is this? God said, don't you be moved. So I kept making sure. About what God was putting in my heart. By asking him to confirm it. And he keeps confirming it. So I, what I did was. I took some good advice. And I took that love. And I gave it back. And he said no. him, it's yours. He gave it right back. He didn't even take it. He just gave, he didn't even touch him. He just sent it right back as I was sending it. <laughs> 
but that's how much I care for you. Even though some people may say, that's on them. They shouldn't be thinking like that. They shouldn't be feeling like that. I don't have that kind of heart for you. I care that you're troubled. Even though you shouldn't be. But I still care. I pray. That you open up to hear what God is saying. And not what you say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can someone go to God and say, I don't think this person deserves anything? What? None of us do. Not even you. And and this is how you're going to God. By praying for something that he's saying belongs to this person. Let's be real here. God said to me, no, you be happy what I said to you. Don't you deny it. I ain't say go around parading it. It's still in the making, which already been made. <laughs> I'm just making it available unto you. And I was like, God. I had a dream with this person. And this person was talking to the crowd concerning who God chose for him to marry. And as he was talking, he kept looking at me eye to eye. And he said to me in front of everybody else, even those who wanted to be with him. And he said to me, do you want this? I mean, seriously, I mean, I just thought about it. That came out a little different. He, he didn't mean, <laughs> but he really said, that's what he said. Do you want this? And he don't just mean like him. He means the whole entire ministry. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, help me out this morning, please. He said, you want, let me get over that part. But, <laughs> Jesus and I looked at him and I was like yes and the Holy Spirit I love you Holy Spirit you always minister Holy Spirit was like stop faking you better answer how you feel inside Holy Spirit was like Holy Spirit became a whole nother person I'm trying to tell you Holy Spirit usually talked to me all calm pray fast Holy Spirit was like stop faking Holy Spirit said stop faking you you better answer how you want to answer he said, do you want me? You, you want this? And I was like, yes. I was just like super excited. I just answered. I was like, yes, yes. And he was so excited to see me that excited. I couldn't hold it in because he knew I was faking. I was faking. Oh, I see you. My God. I was faking. Like, yeah, I want it. But the thing is, I didn't want nobody to know I wanted it. And God said, what, what is that? <laughs> Why are you so focused on what people are going to say and how they're going to think of how you feel? I didn't say go around parading it right now because it's still in the making, which already been made. <laughs> but you're, you're receiving the manifestation, but you're not walking it out right now. But it is happening. 
And I was like, okay. And I was like, wow. I just, my response, I was like, yes, man. What you mean? What you think? I was just saying all that in his face. <laughs> he was like, okay. I got it. <laughs> so am I. I'm me too. So excited. And then I wake up. And I see this angel standing over my bed. Like, this is like 12 something in the morning. I'm like, yeah. In and out my sleep, like, yeah. I'm coming here to release into you. The anointing of being a wife. And I was like, huh? I'm anointing you to be a wife. And I said, I didn't even know how to be anointed to do that. No, what I meant by that is, you, I mean, you are anointed. And in your anointing, you are that. No, it's a special anointing covering that they come to release upon you. I didn't know that. I just thought I'm already anointing. You know, it is what it is. The anointing is overall. No, they, it's a specific anointing. My God, this angel was not playing. Standing right over me. He said, I'm coming to anoint you to be a wife. I was like, huh? <laughs> I'm not already anointed for that? I just love the fact that he did that. He came over me and just started touching me. And I was like, wow. And put a covering over me. A whole covering of God's glory. And God just kept talking to me about marriage. Being a wife. I was like, what? We can't tell God what we don't want. We can't tell God what we don't want. We can't even pretend it's fake like we don't want it. You know you want it. At first, I had no idea. God just kept talking to me about this man my entire walk since I met this man. And I was like, Father, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel anything for this man. Every time I decide on anything, God say, what do he think about it? I say, God, I don't feel nothing for this man. Why does it even matter to me about what this man think or got to say about anything? Please. God. Please. But I'm still praying that God will be done. And that's what he's coming to do. His will. And I'm still saying, please, God, I don't want to hear that. But I'm saying your will be done. Then I begin to pretend I don't want it. I do. I do. And last night I had that face-to-face encounter, spirit-to-spirit encounter. And I was like, Holy Spirit says, you better stop faking. <laughs> you better ask. I was like, yeah, I want it. I was going to say, you better ask like you want to ask. I said, okay, okay. Yes, yeah. I'm like, I just can't get over that part. <laughs> do you want this? <laughs> Do you want this? Oh, God is so funny. Do you want this? <laughs> Jesus. What you think? <laughs> That's not answering the question. Do you want this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was like, God, I didn't know I was pretending. Nah. I just was ignoring it. I was ignoring the feelings. Because some things God may show you before God show anybody else. And a part of me felt a little bad because 
I was not wanting what God wanted for me. And I felt so much energy regarding that. But when I made Christ the Lord over my life once and for all, he said, your life is just beginning. But let me tell you something about that conversation. He, he took me out of a marriage by saying, this is not the marriage I have for you. I said, it's not? No, it's not. But you said, I didn't say anything. You said, this is who I have for you. For real? Yes. All this time? Yes. He was right? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was my first response. Like, oh, my God. What I do? How long ago has been? Jesus. My first response was to run and go get him. I had to run and I was like, I got to run and go get him. I got to tell him. It's not that you right type of thing, but you were. You are right. It is what God said to you concerning me. My God, what have I done? Jesus. I was in panic mode. Oh, my God. And I came at him and I don't know. I don't even remember all of what I said. But you had to know I made a mistake. Sorry. It's not that you were an alternative. It's not that it's, I'm with this person and I have a decision to make between you and this person. I told, chose this person over you. No, it wasn't no you at all in the picture when it came to me thinking that way. I didn't hear anything about you. I saw everything. I, I mean, it was very appealing. But I was just like, I don't see nothing. I mean, I don't feel nothing. I didn't feel no connection there. And honestly, I didn't even get time to even feel anything. I didn't, I didn't even open up for it. I didn't open up for it. I was just, I already had in my mind to disregard. And I apologize for that. Forgive me for that. But I was like, God. My first response was, oh my God, I was ready to take off. I, to take off to where? I don't know. Don't know what this man is. Don't know nothing. I said, my God, Jesus. It wasn't like I chose this person over you. I had no idea it was you. But when God told me it was you, I was like, oh man, I got to tell him. That was my first response. Tell him. <laughs> he right. And I'm so sorry and I apologize for all you've been through because of it. My God. Yes, I want this. Yes, I want you. Yes, I thank God for being in your life like this. God couldn't have chosen a better person for me. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. My God. I thank you guys for your time. I pray you got something out of this. Did I help you? <laughs> it seemed more like I helped myself this morning. Did I help you? <laughs> I pray to God I did. Dude, I see all these gold coins. God is just emptying out gold coins all inside. Jesus. I am carrying around a very heavy vision. Very heavy. I can put my hands on it. Both hands. Just pray it around. And I told God, I said, just allow me to deliver in a place where it's just, you know, not in public, God. 
Because one time I gave birth, where was I at? Minnesota. When I went to Brent, uh, Brent, what is it? Brooklyn Station, police station, for that incident that happened with Dwayne Wright. I gave birth at the police, I mean, not the police station, at the uh, airport. <laughs> I said, I got to run to the bathroom. But every time I went to the bathroom, somebody was in there cleaning. The bathroom was shut down. I said, oh my God, where am I going to give birth at Jesus? I can understand what Joseph and Mary felt like trying to find a place for her to deliver. I was like, where am I deliver? Oh my goodness. Everybody everywhere. I don't want everybody to see what I'm about to do. Found the bathroom. Thank you. Closed the door. Fell on the floor. My God. I don't know. I know it was ladies that was beside me in each bathroom stall. I don't know how they was responding to what was happening. I know they probably was like, what's going on out there? My God. Jesus. It was, it was that serious. It was that serious. I was like, Jesus. My God, I thank you all for listening so much. <laughs> Do you want this? That's funny. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> oh my God, you look me dead in my eyes and ask me that. What you think? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to get that. <laughs> Let me be quiet about that. I'm trying to tell you, and it's nothing about lust. I'm trying to tell you. Lust don't even come in. It's not even in the vocabulary. What belongs to you? My God. I'm like, God, all that. All that. Father, I'm going to need your help. (laughs) I don't need your help the entire way. Jesus. What a journey. What a journey. What a journey. I thank you all for your love and support. Most importantly, Father, I thank you for just blessing me the way you are. Can I take some time out? I got six minutes to say thank you. I love you. I love you. We love you, Father. I'm thinking about the person's end, how they're listening in to all what was said this morning, my God. Do you want this? God, I would never pretend I don't want something you give me ever again. I'm so excited. I see a shooting star, my God. I'm so excited. Yes, Father. But let me continue to keep my composure, though. I ain't trying to collapse in front of the person. You know, I, no, keep me cute. Keep me cute, God. Keep me cute. Keep me cute. Okay? Keep me cute. Hallelujah. And keep me waiting patient. And keep me in a place of being found. I'm not going to you. I don't have to go to you. Be found. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be found. And be led. Be led. Let me just say that overall. Be led. I love you. And remember, great is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. Enjoy your day. (laughs) Do you want this?